Wakey, wakey up, East podcasters. The ballots are in, and guess what? 2017 is going to be a fucking trash fire. Why did she get Serena? Why is she getting Serena? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. I'm C. And I'm S. And we're Gossip Girls. And yes, um, it's our first time back in the studio in a couple of weeks. No, a few weeks, actually. Since Gosh. before the election. Before I the think. election. I think the last time we were in the studio um, it was... was end the, of October? Yeah, it was the third... The, actually, that night was a third debate. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh so we've, we've not been in the studio in a while, and we have had all the intentions of putting out episodes and then, like things took a turn for the worst <sighs> and our 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 uh, our souls just could not do it yeah, um i, I couldn't took, do anything i couldn't yeah it was uh it's a bad time yeah we were we were we were there together though for a little bit until uh you had to leave and then i had to leave oh i had to leave because of anxiety oh yeah same. i was just like i couldn't and then like it was crying in the lift home and same the nice little white dude next to me was like stay strong and i was like fuck off it's same oh my you. gosh we actually haven't talked about this yeah i started crying um because i was um, i was riding home with um our friends james and sine home in the uber uh, it was a no it was a lift and it was a white dude driving mm-hmm. and as soon as i saw the white dude i started crying i know i started crying it was like a trigger it was like a trigger it's it's like that now it was a fucking trigger and then i just started like hyperventilating and could not stop and i think like it was all this mounting like fear and um then i got really sad about obama i know and so it was like a, it was a very like intense like visceral reaction that i didn't think that i had I inside know. of me until like was, i didn't think it was gonna happen I just, I didn't have, I like didn't yeah. have any sort of inclination that this was going to happen. I went home and cried to my mom for an hour and it was just, she was, she was sad, but she was very strong and comforting me. And I think that's kind of what she had to do as a mom. Yeah. But I was like, I can't deal with this version of America. Yeah, for sure. I, and it's scary to me because they're like brown people living in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. not even in the city. I don't know. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, kind of had a feeling that it could totally happen and i was being i was like denying it i was like it can't happen but like it totally could happen and like um, i was talking with my dad like a couple of days before the election i was like he might actually win this thing and that's terrifying and like i have, I have been doing a lot of traveling like in wisconsin and i saw all the trump things and then oh, when i was like i was canvassing the week before and i saw how many trump stuff was out there and on iowa and i was like he actually could win this thing so like it was um it was pretty terrible but um we are back yeah we're here to talk about gossip girl which is going to be a great respite from thinking about anything else i watched the episode yesterday and i didn't think about um donald trump more than five times yeah it was great i mean like sometimes when you think about like bart bass yeah i know that's what i thought of <laughs> it's like oh yeah. it's kind of that guy kind of so this is episode 14 of season two it's called in the realm of the basses i'm chuck bass Yes, and it is a title that comes from the 1976 Korean film In the Realm of the Senses. Oh. Yeah. I have not seen that. So the Netflix uh, description. Yeah, it's a foreign language film. <laughs> <laughs> the only foreign language films I'll watch are in Hindi because I can understand them. That's valid. Like, I don't like looking at the TV when I'm watching TV because I, I like listening to it. So it's hard for me to watch foreign language things. You have to read the captionings. Yeah, it's hard. Um, so the Netflix description is Chuck's uncle, Jack Bass, arrives on the scene 
Um, meanwhile, Jenny returns to school and take takes on the Mean Girls. And as we know in the last episode, um, Jenny decided to go back to Constance basically because she's being forced to because she has no other options. Pretty much, she's, she she, remi- she remembered she was fifteen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this, it's okay, okay, girl, finally. <laughs> um, and then Chuck Bass ditched Blair in the middle of the night, and that's all we do. Yeah, so we are back, and it is a time jump. Um, it is now the new year before we had. Um, last saw these guys. It was before Christmas, so now it's a time jump. I think it's about a month after the events that happened in the last episode. Yeah, school was back. It, it must be yeah, early January. Early January, like you know, mid January, like probably the second or third week of January. So, <sighs> well, in this world, Bart Bass is dead. In our world, Bart Bass is not. <laughs> he is thriving. Uh, <laughs> he is okay. out here in these streets. He's. Doing shit. Yep. Burning everything. So um, we're going to break this down into three parts. We're going to try to do something new. It's not talking about every single frame of the episode. We're going to try to, you know, talk about the The themes, the 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 central themes that are going on in this episode so we can, like, actually, you know, dig deep. feel about them. Yeah. So um, first off, talk about the Dan and Serena of it all. Yeah. Um. And this also uh, kind of intertwines with the the Rufus and Lily. Yeah. Because the entire entire series so far has been Dan and Serena paralleling what happened with Rufus and Lily when mm-hmm. they were younger, because it's you know poor boy from Brooklyn dating a uh, rich blonde woman from the Upper East Side, mm-hmm. and it's it's very similar. So Serena went to. Buenos Aires yes. with um, Aaron, and we find out that she and Aaron broke up within like three hours of like you know flying yeah. out. So like, and it was a fifteen-hour flight. So awkward. Hey, hey, you're back. Yeah, just I, I literally drove here from the airport. Well, you look tan. Well, it is summer in Buenos Aires. That's right. The Southern Hemisphere beauty. Of the I broke up world. with Aaron. Oh. When? About three hours after we left New York. Which was maybe not the brightest idea on a 15-hour flight. When I landed, I got an email from my mom saying that she and your dad weren't going to be together now or ever. I know. I, I tried calling you before you left. If you knew, you, I mean, you, you know, you could have called or, or emailed. Of course, unless you didn't want to. No. I needed to make sure that when the dust settled, we still felt the same. And do you? Yes. Do you? Wah, wah. Yeah. So it was before they even got there? Yeah, before okay, they even got there. Like, they were like, on the nuts. plane and they broke Can up. you imagine doing that? I have. I broke up with someone once like three days before we were taking a trip together and we ended up taking the trip together anyway. And it was weird as fuck, but whatever. I broke up with somebody on a class trip. Nice. It was a bus trip. Were you in eighth grade? No, I was a junior in high school and I was in choir. And every year we had our spring tour, which was like a co- essentially a college tour. Where we would like perform in different colleges and also oh, right. like view the schools. And in my junior of high school, um, my boyfriend was a senior and I was a junior and I started actually dating somebody else who was a junior mm-hmm. and I was like going to break up with him after the spring tour. And but then he annoyed me. Like it was two days in. I was like, I can't <laughs> fuck you. I'm dating somebody else. And they were also like bus buddies. Oh, so I had to no. sit next to him the entire time. Then we got back together for a second and then we broke up again. Yeah. But you know, 
it was very intense. That is extremely high school. <laughs> Classic me. Yeah. So Classic teens. Teens are teens are dramatic as we know but in this case so are fucking adults (laughs) so at the end of the last episode we find out that lily and rufus possibly had a love child yeah Yeah, and because rufus is like i can't be with you because is it a boy or a girl and so he he has a child somewhere that he just found out about that Mm -hmm. lily gave him for adoption yep so he's been on the hunt this past you know few weeks going i mean he missed christmas and new year's apparently yeah to like go hunt for his lost child yeah, he gave like he gave um dan and jenny some weak ass lie that i don't even remember about oh yeah he was gonna look for like ooh, some sculptor ooh. which yeah, you know some artist artist sculptor which he said you know over apparently, christmas totally believable yeah Absolutely. so yeah and they had spent time i guess in um in hudson the faraway land of hudson yeah <laughs> not just an hour outside of the city <laughs> To spend time with their mother, Hudson. Hudson, the Pentecostal. I mean, okay, so that's it's kind of like us saying, like, I'm gonna go to Milwaukee, which is like an hour and a half away from here, but it's like, why would I go there? Yeah, but it's not like annoying to get to. Like, if my mom lived there, I would go there more often for sure. Um, but yeah, so I I find Lily and Rufus having a love child extremely believable just based on their action because they've been like so like they've been so well Lily's been really weird around Rufus like the first time she found out that Dan Humphrey existed she was like you're Dan Humphrey like in her head Mm -hmm. and then then her whole weirdness with Rufus this entire time and I I think she kind of was like oh I have a child with this man he doesn't know it so I should like on some subconscious level maybe she wanted to be with him for that reason for sure and then also just like beyond that I think like um, they created something together, and it, it was created in this like very intense love they had for one another. And like you can't just like you know can't turn that shit off. You know, <laughs> it was created with an intense love. It was the ejaculation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it sounds, right? <laughs> That's what sex sounds like to me. <laughs> the sex. The six. Definitely had sex before. <laughs> Oh yeah, I have yeah. it all the time. I had it last night. No, I didn't. I did not have it last night. I did not. It was very sad. Oh my god, it's, it's okay. One day, one day again. One day, maybe. Um. So yeah, so like very, they have they always had a connection, and now that they have this child together, have had this child together, it just reinforces this connection they have, and now they're you know, they're they're forever tied to one another. Yeah. Hello, Rufus. Lily? How was your... I want to know where my child is. Oh, you already talked about that. Do you realize I had to say my child because I still don't know if it's a boy or a girl? I shouldn't have come. I just spent the last two weeks knocking on the door of every adoption agency in Boston, hoping to avoid this conversation. But they all told me I had to ask the mother, so I'm asking. I told you before Christmas when I gave him up... So it's a boy. That's something, I guess. I also gave up the right to go looking for him. And I'm not going to allow you to bulldoze into his life. It's not fair. How is that fair to me? When was I asked if I was okay with it? This is just you not wanting anyone to find out. Oh, no. I've given up on that. Charles already knows, although I actually believe he won't say anything. I have a right to know my son. And he has the right to his own life, just like you've had yours. I was going to be a rock star, remember? Instead, I had two kids. And I was there to take them to school every morning and talk about their days at night. And if someone came to me and said I could trade that for the life I wanted when I was 19, I wouldn't. Being a father is who I am. Don't take that away. I'm sorry I can't. 
and I'll find him without your help. And it's it's kind of gross because you you find this out as the audience, and you're like, oh my god, Dan and Serena are dating. Is this incest? Like I don't know how to describe this anymore because yeah. they're not technically related. No, but, but they, they share, share a sibling, sibling, and it's like, oh, that's a that's a bad bad turn, writers. Bad. Yeah, it's disgusting. I. I like it's it's really hard for me because I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like on the one hand, it doesn't really matter because the parents aren't together and the son isn't really part of it. And then Dan and Serena are, I like them together. Like on and off, they're fine. They're both vapid, but whatever. Yeah, um, they look really good together. They do. That's the thing. Like it's like I think that's why I like them. It's they're aesthetically very pleasing. pleasing. Yeah, yeah, but then like you think about it, or like they open their mouths, and it's like this should not work. Well. As long as they spend most of their time not talking, it's great. Yeah, I mean, we learned that in the beginning of this season where they were all like kissing all the time and actually talking about their feelings. They were were great together. So good. So, yeah, it's um, it's a very... it's a convoluted relationship. Yeah, it's like they're not siblings, but they're not either. They're not even step siblings. They just share a sibling. And like, does does that count as incest? I don't even know. It's it's it's. But there's some levels to that for sure. You know, they share a sibling. They have you know parents who are clearly still in love with each they other. They have parents who have fucked each other, which is also disgusting. Yeah. And I guess that sort of means that like there's a chance that they could be like half sub siblings. It's not, it's, I mean, they're like, not related. They're not related, they're but not, there's a chance. Yeah, but like, you know, clearly Dan is Allison's mother, I mean, is Allison's son, yeah. and, you know, Rufus is his son, but like, you know, they don't share blood, but like the fact that they share Ugh. that half, that half connection. of him, yeah, it's, it fucks it's up like, your head a It's like bit. if they had a kid, yeah. they would share the exact same DNA, right? Yeah. Like, not exact same, but it'd be like... Half a half a oh, half. It's weird. It's, yeah. It'd be fifty percent of the same DNA. Oh God, it'd be weird. Yeah. So it's is awkward. Yeah. So um, they're together. They share a sibling. They don't know that. Yeah. So it's like for, for pretty much for the entire episode, it's kind of Rufus trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, his feelings for Dan and Serena being back together. Yeah. So. Which um, is something we actually hadn't talked about. Dan yeah, and Serena so got back together. Dan, yeah, I was just about to say that. So Dan and Serena got back together because Serena got a message from her mom saying that she and Rufus were never going to be together. And like see, Dan and Serena still don't know why, but Serena was like, oh, they're not going to be together? Well, I'm going to go and fall back in love with this guy that I'm already in love with. Right. And so... She sees his opening, so she's going to just jump right through it. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and Dan clearly still has feelings for her. Yeah, he's like, "Don't go to Buenos Aires" in the last episode. And right. She's like, "Can't." There's already tickets. I'm not rich, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so uh, they they kind of are curious into the reason that uh, Lily and Rufus aren't together, and so they start doing some uh, Scooby Doo mystery gang work. Absolutely sleuthing. <laughs> well, like I like it was apparent though when like they had gone to Dan's house, the Humphrey residence, the Humphrey ranch as we call it um and uh rufus had walked in on them and rufus was saying like i don't like this yeah. i don't like this i don't like this at all and it's such a turn because rufus was so encouraging the relationship before and yeah. now he's gonna like almost like disgusted by yeah. it he's like oh this is fucked up 
but I can't tell him this is fucked up. But oh shit, this is fucked up. Don't do this anymore. Seriously. He's like, I don't like the idea of you together. Yeah, well, I'm not here. And then he's like, this is a mistake, Dan. Just don't do it. And yeah. so they're like, why is this a mistake? I'm in ghost sleuth. So they go sleuthing and um, Serena gets, you know, she has to go tend to something else to Blair, which we'll discuss later um, oh, about yeah. their storyline because it's a whole other thing. Um, but Dan, so then, yeah, Dan discovers a map from Boston. And like, okay, so the map is a postcard and it has a number just printed in like the middle of it. And so Dan calls it and he's like, it's an adoption agency. And Dan's like, <gasps> and he doesn't really know what's going on, but I, he can sort of like infer that, you know, someone probably gave up a child for adoption. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he really doesn't know what to do. So he talks to his dad about it, you know, confronts him about like, hey, I saw some numbers you know, and <laughs> Rufus initial thing is like, have you talked to Chuck? Which is idiotic because, yeah. okay, so Chuck knows about the adoption yeah. and because of like the whole dossier thing. Right. But why, why would, I don't, I don't find that believable. Like, I guess it's sort of believable because they do go to school together, but Rufus's initial reaction was like, you found out because of Chuck. Yeah. I just, I guess he figured that like Chuck is vindictive and probably, you know, wanted to get, you know. Uh, back at Lily and so he probably thought you know Rufus probably thought oh you know he's having issues with Lily he probably wanted to be vindictive and talk to you True, know about it he's still mad at Lily for Bart dying right and also I feel like um, Dan wouldn't necessarily have a conversation with Lily ever yeah so I feel like the only person that he would like you know theoretically talk to about anything is Chuck but like he inadvertently gave Dan a reason to talk to Chuck about finding out what happened because he didn't know what happened. He just had a clue of what was going on. Some good sleuth in there, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> good job, sleuthing. Oh my God. He's I love such it. a like, detective. They're, they're so bad at being detectives. They're awful. Oh my they're God. Like, they're basically just giggling and making out. It was really and then they stupid. Found, and then they found like a. Oh yeah, they found like a ring, but then Dan was like, no, my mom gave that back to Rufus. And like, because Serena was like, oh, they're, uh, Rufus must have proposed to Lily. She said no. Oh my god. That was a stretch. Was like, that girl, was such a stretch. Girl. But no, that's not what happened. No, it's just terrible. They're both they're both terrible at it. And so Dan, you know, he reaches out to Chuck. And I think that's where we kind of wanna I wanna pause there. Okay. So I wanna start talking about the Chuck of it all. Yeah. So Chuck is that this technically is like the the, the um I feel like this is kind of like the main storyline. I didn't think this storyline was as strong yeah, as the Dan and Serena one, but this is like meant to be. Like, you know, Blair and Chuck are the anchors of the show. Right. And so Chuck has been missing in action for the last month or so mm-hmm. since he left Blair, probably because of his dad and mm-hmm. his terrible Uncle Jack. Who's a new character? <laughs> oh, actually, not he's not POC, but he's a new character though. Yeah, he's the fucking worst. I hate Jack. Like, yeah, Jack. He's so smarmy. He's so smarmy. Like, just the way he talks. I hate. Yeah. Him. So Jack Bass is um, Chuck's uncle. He's Bart's younger brother, who works at Bass Industries out in 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 Australia. Yeah. And um, he is technically uh, Chuck's legal guardian yeah. at this point because. Um, while Lily is, you know, her, um, Bass's widow. I don't think she technically ever adopted Chuck. She never adopted Chuck. Yeah. So, um, so his so next and kin next of kin is Jack, Jack. Bass, and um, 
You don't really hear about Jack Bass, but he's notorious playboy type and he works out in Australia, but like he encourages Chuck's, you know, nerdy well ways. You know, yeah, he's, it's, it's, he's like an older version of Chuck, but even more smarmy. Mm-hmm. And he's, I don't know, like I, I know his storyline and I just really hate him and I hate talking about him. I hate the fact that he's back and I'm like dreading all the episodes with him. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, but um, this is an introduction of him. Yeah. And so, so meanwhile, while Jack is looking for Chuck, Blair is trying to, um, she's trying to distance herself away from him. She's trying to like, you know, she's trying to start over. She's trying to pull Serena. It's it's a new year, new Blair. New year. It's the year of Blair. It's the year of Blair. (laughs) She's trying to start over. And so her way of starting over is joining a, trying to join a woman's club, most elite woman an oldest women's club in new york called the colony club which is probably based on colonization club right Ooh, you probably. know you know that's where that comes oh, from for that's sure. disgusting gross um so she's like so she's like high school is too pass blase for passe passe for me i'm gonna try to like make it with these older women who have a place in society so i have to like entertain them so that they accept me and i'm like that's it's kind of weird um but okay that that's I mean, it's like the farthest you get away from chuck so yeah good job do it um yeah it just it, it's another it's another way for her to rise to the top and i feel like she can have like some sense of control yeah exactly that, you know like with chuck she doesn't have any control over him she wants to and she wants to wrangle him but he's you know some oh gosh he's an unwranglable human he is he's a wild horse you can't you can't tame him oh my god he's like He's like Carrie Bradshaw in Sex and the City. <laughs> Maybe some women aren't meant to be tamed. <laughs> Isn't that the worst fucking line? Some women aren't meant to be tamed. Okay, that's Gross. a sex. that's a that's a different thing. Like what? I don't understand that. It's fine. Yeah. But um. <laughs> but yeah. Segway. Yeah, for sure. But she's um. Yeah, she's trying to just you know remove herself. From yeah, that like she she probably felt humiliated when he left her in the middle absolutely. of the night with a note like you don't I don't deserve you or whatever like. Just something saying that she was too good for him, but she still was in love with him. And then, um, it just invalidated her feelings. Exactly. You know, she's like, okay, so like, you know, what what can I do with these things? <laughs> I, I, what can I do with these feelings? I can't shut them off. I'm so manifest them in social climbing. Yeah. So she's going through a lot, she's trying to process that, and she talks to Serena about it for a little bit, but then like. While she's trying to talk to Serena about it, she finds <laughs> out that Dan and Serena are back together. She's like, okay, enough of this. Oh my God, it's amazing. Anymore, it's gross. <laughs> Which is gross. And, and she doesn't know how gross it is. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't know about she has the no child. Idea. She has no idea. She has no idea how gross it is. So, Is it gross, though? I still haven't decided. I don't know. I, I don't. Ugh. Ugh, there's so many layers to it yeah. i i mean i couldn't fuck somebody with it. like if i have a share something with them, I, true it's i mean it's hard enough out here with like all the <laughs> other like you know weird in uh, you know in oh uh, i can't think of the word um incestuous well, not even incestuous just um like inner circle mingling well not even that too but like just um just people's quirks and you know uh oh god just people's being being a person <laughs> People are fucking weird. People are I think weird. that's what you're going yeah, for. So yeah. They're, they're weird enough. Trying to find someone whose weirdness is compatible with yours is so hard. Like, so everyone's hard. weird and that's fine and that's great, but I don't want someone who's weird in, like, a way that I don't want to be weird with. Right. Like, it's like it's, there's, so many, there's so many layers to, like, people's weirdness. I don't want another, like, weird thing, like, 
you know, blood sharing. Like, you know, it involves your parents. Like, fuck, now we, like, it's all mingled. Exactly. It's it's a lot. So I couldn't, I could not, in good, in conscience, in good faith, (laughs) be with somebody that I share a sibling with. Relationship. Don't do it. Don't be with somebody. Find someone whose weirdness you're compatible with. Yes, don't. Don't don't find your don't find your your soulmate <laughs> on the family tree, guys. Just don't do it. Just don't do We're it. We're on the Upper East Side right now, sure. I feel like it's a common thing. We got to keep the blood poet. Oh my god, um, so true, so gross. Um, but yeah, so Blair is trying to figure out what to do next, but it's hard to shut off these feelings that she has. Yeah, especially now that she gets a a message from Jack saying that he has Chuck. Right. He found him somewhere in Thailand, and they're back. They're back in New York. Blair, he came to greet us. Not you, Jack. Chuck, you said you found him. In Bangkok. He's staying at our hotel there. I mean, you hear the term denim inequity, but until you really see Do you have him or not? Nephew mine, and it's Arrive. Teachers will be taking a personal day. Yeah, and she so she finds him and he's like in the courtyard looking awful. He looks drunk and stoned and hungover. Which is Sharon's cup of tea. Um <laughs> Do you did you think he was hot in a that? Bit, a little bit. Really? Okay, so like I, I look at him like that. I'm like, I like him when he's sober and and or one glass of whiskey in or whatever he drinks but like when he's when he looks like that he looks like he's a fucking vampire I know. like do you want him to bite your neck and turn you into a vampire and or exsanguinate you i wouldn't knock it <laughs> um no i just like this disheveled look he looks like a little it looks a little looser a little little what is what is that line that i'm thinking of um my desires are unconventional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to beat you for the into my life. No, of course not. Feels good to laugh, doesn't it? Oh, it's so, so good to laugh. <laughs> oh, I took that for granted. In this post-Trump world, you got to, like, you know, oh take... Oh, my God. You got to... Yeah, I take it with a good and good because we're too brown to live in this oh my God, We're so brown. Oh um, my God, someone at work made a internment camp joke and it was a white dude and I was like, you can't do that guy. Like, Yeah, uh-uh. this is not for you. So Don't down. do that. So That's my joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a downstairs. It's in your lane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's tricky to deal with um, this Blair and Chuck of it all because she is emotionally ready for this to a degree. Yeah. And he is not. And she wants so much to help him. And you can tell that she wants to help him. Like, he, in the courtyard, he pulls out a spliff and starts smoking it in the courtyard. Okay. Gets caught by the headmistress. Wait, can I can I ask a question? Yeah. What exactly is the difference between uh, hash and weed? Is, like, uh, I think they were the same. They kind of are. Um, hash is, like, a different strand of cannabis. It's a little more powerful. It's t- it's all THC though. Like, okay. Yeah, it's a different strand, but hash is pretty potent. Okay. So, yeah, like weed. There's different strands of weed. There's like saffia. There's like cannabis indica. There's a lot of different. And you smoke both of them, right? You smoke them. You can, yeah, hash can be like in a joint, which is like the one that uh, Chuck, was, Chuck had. Yeah. But you also have it in a pipe. You can also have like in a in a in a um, 
in a bon or however you want to do it or you a can, baked good baked good yes 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 so yeah hash is just a different uh strain of strand of um of cannabis but okay yeah it's essentially the same thing but it's um but it's uh but yeah so yeah spliff you know he's smoking it up in he's so cool just kidding i know he's so so badass with his disheveled look i'm <laughs> kind of about it anyway so he gets caught by the headmistress and uh blair it wants to like act as his like attorney as like you it's know so funny it's so funny but like she's trying this is like her way of like helping him yeah so she she while she wants to distance herself from chuck she also doesn't want him to like die yeah basically or, like get or worse be expelled yeah for sure and mr squeller charles is in no state to represent himself and his mrs bass's vander watson my father's dad is indisposed with grief. Someone has to be here, so I am. Sorry I'm late. Jack Bass, Chuck's uncle. How are you? Uncle Jack, what a surprise. How have you been? Uh-huh. So you don't remember our rickshaw ride down Ceylon Road, the 15-hour flight? How was you? Yeah, Thank you, Jack, but I've got this covered. I figured principal's office, one needs a parent or a guardian, parents being dead. Sorry, Chuck. I'm the closest thing. So, what seems to be the problem? I found Charles smoking marijuana on school property. It was hash, actually. I find it gives a softer high. Right. The evidence seems questionable. Would you stop? I think we can all agree that Charles has been through an ordeal. He's clearly out of his right mind and can't be held responsible for his actions. It's temporary insanity. Headmistress, no court of law could find him guilty of a crime. How can we? And, you know, it's 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 a way of her con- kind of controlling the situation. Yeah. And so she, they're all in Headmistress Quiller's office or whatever, wherever they do the proceedings. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like sitting there being like high and still kind of smoking. And she's like, you were found with a joint. And he's like, actually, it's a hash or whatever. Yeah, hash. And then um, Blair is like, Defense, 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 defense. Like she's a lawyer or something. Oh yeah, she's like like it's like it's temp- it's like an in uh, temporary insanity, you know. Yeah, he's because lost of his, his father, father you know, and he, you know, like like um, no court of law would try him. Oh, why should we? <laughs> I'm like, okay, sit girl. down. Yeah, sit down, girl. Sit down, girl. I mean, you're trying. Good for you. You get it's your fine. you get you, you earned your cookie. But like, come on. And <laughs> at this point, uh, Jack Bass comes in and he's like, I'm you know, like I'm his guardian. Let's talk it out. And you know, Chuck, you know, is given a second chance. And he wastes it. That's a chance. Literally, the oh second he got because he starts smoking again. So Blair is embarrassed. Jack is like, uh, "So, what kind of suspension are we looking at here?" Yeah. <laughs> Trying to like appeal to the, the headmistress' con- uh, headmistress's uh, conscience here, but he's obviously spiraling. So while Blair is trying to, you know, figure out where she fits in in this new life that Chuck is, you know, seemingly finding himself in. You know, you know, post bass, you know, death or whatever. She's, you know, wants to try to help him and save him. And you know, during this time, she finds him at Vitrola, which is a which is the bar he used to own. So he bought he he uh, rebuys um, Vitrola, which is the uh, bar, burlesque house that he owned yeah. last season. And so apparently, he had sold it. I forgot about him selling it, but he bought it back. Yeah, I think his father. 
took the reins of it. Oh, that's right, because he was like mad at Chuck, and Chuck mm. was like, "I need this, it's mine." Yeah. So Chuck and Bart was like, "No, I'm not doing this. Yeah, your child." Um, because he was like 16, 17 at the time, which is a valid fucking reason oh for like taking the ability. Right? You like they shouldn't be allowed to do things. Absolutely not. They have no. I mean, even when you're seventy and orange, you shouldn't be allowed to be president. Sorry, uh, no, can't, I can't stop thinking about it. It's true. It's it's it's. Ugh. <sighs> It's just because of all of this Bart talk. It's just like he's such a he's such a he's, he's so similar. Ugh. Um. But yeah. So like, Chuck is spiraling further, and he's Blair. just like he just looks he looks even worse than he was at school. Absolutely, looks like the shell. Cher has like she was like just drooling when she saw this. Kind of. I was like, oh, he's even more messy. Hot messy. Mm, hot messy. Yeah. He's a hot mess. <laughs> and she's falling for him. Totally. Um, But he's just falling further and further away. And Blair is trying to hide her concern the best she can. But it's difficult because you see, like, you see him, you know, looking at her. And he really kind of throws back her affection right back at him oh he's like oh you're gonna tell me so you love me again mean. so mean and like that's just he's his just way being vindictive. like yeah. he, he's he's doing the thing like like you don't want someone to know your actual feelings and so you're just mean to them so they stop caring or Absolutely. stop talking to you yeah it's like kind of like yeah like she's gonna break with me anyway so i'm gonna break with her first yeah, exactly. kind of situation hello chuck i thought i'd find you here where ladies we thought you sold this place. Bought it back last night. Owner took me to the cleaners. Some things are worth the price. You should go home. Lily, Serena, Eric. This is not my home or my family. Fine. Go to the palace. Just get out of here. Oh, well, that would be rude. Since I'm throwing a party here tonight. I just posted it on Gossip Girl. Maybe you'll grace us with the dance. Chuck. Stop. All this doesn't help. It isn't you. Wrong. Art may have been a bastard, but he saw me better than anyone. I'm simply living up to my potential. It's time to let go of your fantasies. I don't believe you. It's your business. Now, was that it? Now, where are you going to tell me you left me again? Why did you even come back? And he's like, I'm just going to just be mean, be mean, and she'll reject me. Like, she's going to reject me anyway. I just want to do it for her. Ugh, Make awful. it easier for her to reject it's so, me. It's like, I, I still don't like Chuck. And, like, it's it's no. constantly hard to watch him. It is. And, like, he's... There's just no, like, growth, you know? No. And it's hard for him. It's hard to you know want to root for his redemption because he's just constantly going further and further yeah. down into the spiral so Blair is like you know what fuck this I'm gonna take care of me and so she tries to take care of her and you see her at the Connolly Club beating at her house oh my god they're just mean girls so these the Colony Club comes in they're wearing like fucking like country casuals and they're it's awful it's like they're, it's this so, much like girl, so much our girl it's I don't understand so like the Upper East Side people like dress really nice all the time and these people are like dressed like it's country club season when in fact it's january mm. and you should be wearing more glitter they're also wearing headbands by the way oh my god i forgot about they're that all wearing headbands yeah so they're so um blair talks to them so like while blair's talking to them she 
She had called Serena over like when she was at Dan's house to go there for some well, unknown like, I reason. I need you. I need you because she was freaking out. Okay, so she, she was like having a panic. Down. She was having like an anxiety attack, and she didn't want to say it, but like she was freaking out about Chuck and not really knowing what to do and process her feelings. So she figured, I'll call Serena. She can talk me down. Yeah. And by the time Serena got there, you know. Blair shut off that part of her again like she does she just switches off yeah and so then Serena's leaving when the colony club comes in and the colony club's like oh I saw that with Serena Vanderwoodson she seems like she's not a good influence and she shouldn't be in your life and Blair's like oh she's just an old friend we don't really keep in touch anymore and then they start talking yeah and then they start talking shit about like everyone that Blair loves and all the things that Blair loves doing and she starts to realize that they're just a grown-up version of the the queen bee and minions of mm. like of Blair's life. And she's like, I was trying to not do this. I was trying to get away from my high school life, but it seems like you're just a bunch of teens that yeah, are in adult bodies. Pretty much. And just, it's such an interesting reflection of like how people are. Like, I feel like everyone kind of stops emotionally growing at 17. I know. It is in general. Like everyone's fucking scared and confused. No one knows what the hell they're doing. No one ever like, you know, figures it out or if they, figure they don't know how to like fake it better but that's kind of it and i think that's just a nice like kind of i don't know, maybe i'm kind of thinking too much into it but i feel like it's a nice like observation of like how life is no uh-huh. one no one ever you know i like to think that i'm different than when i was 17 i mean i'm different but maybe not emotionally no i think like i think just like the the complexities of our lives have changed but mm-hmm. like yeah, i think when like shit gets real we're still like you know 17 year old kids just like i don't know what i want i just want my mom and so like you just you know i don't know i think we're all kind of just like scared teens trying to figure it out oh my god that's my new twitter bio scared teens, teens. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a scared teen i was a scared teen. teen um i was talking to my friend who's a teacher and she's like I was like, I love the word teen because I think it's hilarious because every all these old people use teen just like willy nilly like teens. And she's like, I hate the word teens because of that reason. Like, I hate that they're called teens. And I was, like, <laughs> I think it's so funny. Yeah, the word teen is just so funny. Yeah, I think it was started in nineteen nineteen fifties. Uh huh. Yeah, I think with teenager. Teens. Teenager. Betweens. Betweens, and then tweens was like tweens a, is the worst. Tweens is the worst. I think that's our like the early odds. Yeah, I think. Tweens, tweens existed when I was a tween, which was the nineties. The nineties. Yeah, yeah, I was a tween in the nineties, like the late nineties, like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, thousand was I was a tween, but yeah, so like <laughs> teens, teens. Okay, so the Colony Club are the worst, and she's like, mm-hmm. I have to go, and so she leaves, and she is in search for Chuck, who is Avatrola, and so when so. Back to the Dan and Serena story. Right. So Dan heads to Victrola to talk to Chuck because of what Rufus told him. Right. And he finds Chuck and Chuck is, you know, he's he's drunk, stoned, whatever. And he is grateful for the fact that um, Dan buried the arson story about Bart. And so he's he thinks I'm going to uh, give you something else since you want to know what your dad's talking about. So he tells Dan that he has he shares a sibling with uh Serena yeah and you know it's like I owe you one you know now we're even you know <sighs> you you saved my skin now I'm gonna you know try to you know tell you about this intense thing oh, on your so life gross. and even Chuck is kind of like Ugh, like I'm ugly. weird but this is not something <laughs> whoa guy like yeah. I mean this is kind of intense and like, if, even if drunk for me, Chuck is 
in like, that situation, you know it's weird. Yeah. If Chuck is kind of like, Ugly, then you should probably like, you know. Step away. Yeah, step away, you know, reassess the situation <laughs> and uh, get your get your get your house in order. Like, exactly. You know, you know, figure out your shit. So, you know, clearly that kind of sent Dan into a tailspin. He's like, yeah, he's oh, like, fuck, oh, oh fuck, my fuck. god. And then of course, just like cl- clockwork, Serena pops the fuck up and like, how I don't know. She's like looking for she's looking for Chuck as well. Yeah, and, like looking around and trying to figure out because she wants to talk to Chuck about Blair about how Blair loves him and how like you know she and and Chuck should be together and how like he should get his shit together and stop like you know fucking around and you know get his house in order with Blair so that's Serena's mission being as a Victrola so Dan now is like avoiding Serena as you oh do God. <laughs> when you and when you find out that you have a sibling with your girlfriend with your you're girlfriend, like Ugh. you start avoiding them that's just that's normal it's normal reaction if you have a relationship <laughs> avoid all costs <laughs> avoid avoid abort, oh my abort, god I love abort. our relationships yes it's just like just go just get the fuck out so so amazing so bad so in this moment, um, Chuck runs into Eric, which we'll get into um, a little bit later. But Eric shows up and he sees the state that Chuck is in. And he's like, you should really come home to Lily's house, like, you know, to our house. Like, you'll be, you'll, you should come home. Yeah, Eric's always being like the nice little wise gay boy. Mm-hmm. And um, he still sees Chuck as an older brother. He loved the relationship that they had. Yeah. And he he hates seeing Chuck like this and he just wants him to come home so that like they can take care of him yeah, and be a family for sure and Chuck's he says some weird stuff like it was great being your older brother or it was great having you as little brother for a yeah, while yeah it was I don't know I thought it was actually kind of sweet mm-hmm. um I think that like for a moment you see like some kind of like vulnerability in Chuck and like I feel like he actually meant that yeah I do think he enjoyed being having a sibling yeah because he hadn't really had that he had been yeah. by himself and like I mean not just because he's the only child but just because like his dad wasn't around and he was you know on his own his mother was never around she had you know had died yeah so he's essentially an orphan so like it's 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 a tough road to hoe for for chuck right now he's not <laughs> he's not having uh he's not having a good time and um so he goes takes a bottle of scotch and goes up to the roof oh god because that's a recipe for disaster yeah so he he's very very drunk on the roof of the victrola and um while this is happening blair sh- shows up looking for chuck and so does jack so does jack and well not even jack jack is just hanging out oh he's just hanging out the victrola he's just hanging out partying fucker he's like my like my nephew's posting the 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 first party of the year oh yeah i'm just having a good time because he he encourages his debauchery he like encourages chuck's like very party ways yeah Yeah, he's a he like encourages that he like like oh yeah we're having a good time you're young you'll be fine and he's like you know he doesn't realize like this dangerous state that chuck is in like he is extremely Extremely bad right now. He's not he's like, also like normal. Seventeen. He yeah, be, like, and his dad just died. Yeah, like somebody should be like watching that kid immediately. all the time. Yes. Not the way that you're watching him. No, Jack. He's watching him like fucking spiral. So it's like really horrible. And so Blair, being Blair, is like, "Come on, asshole, stop being a dick. Let's let's find your nephew. Let's find Chuck because he's clearly not doing well wherever he is." And Eric happened to mention that he was on the roof, or he was upstairs. He was 
was upstairs and you know Blair knowing Chuck's like oh he has a thing for rooftops so so they go up to the rooftop and he's like standing on the edge of it talking to himself and like singing almost and falling chunk. several times he drops his he drops the scotch it falls and it falls crashing down to the like the breaks in a zillion pieces yeah. as things do when they fall from a great height yep Chuck no you idiots you don't surprise someone standing on the edge of a building? Chuck, come away from there. Let's go down and join the party. I was at the party. I'm not really that into it. Chuck, your father wouldn't want wanted this. Dear old dad. Fortunately, all I know is what he did in mind. Which is me. I'm Chuck Bass! I do. Don't you understand? I'll always be here. I don't want you going anywhere. I couldn't bear it. So whatever you want to do to yourself, please don't do that to me. Please. Jack and Blair are like, you know, Jack and Blair are like rush onto the scene and Jack's like, Chuck, like surprising him from behind. And he like, almost falls. Yeah. And he like wavers and he's like, oh my God. And, and so like, Blair's like, you don't scream behind it. Somebody's like, yeah. oh, idiot. It's so funny. I, I don't understand. Like, I, I'm not sure if Chuck is trying to jump from that or if he's just like being a drunk asshole. He's being dramatic. And I think like, he's also like, he's, He's very fragile. I think that, like, with Chuck, he doesn't really know how to be subtle. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. not really in his, like, you know, repertoire of emotions. <laughs> he's very, like, he's he's very in his feelings. Um, He's, he's Drake. He's like Drake. Um, <laughs> He's like Drake. He used to call. I listened to Hotline Bling today, like, four times because it's Christmas season and Hotline Bling is a Christmas song, in my opinion. I, I kind of get I I, did Yeah, that. right? All the colors in the, in the video. You used to call me on my cell phone. Lay that when you need. What if we did a gossip girl version of that quickly? You used to call me on my cell phone. Wait, what do they call it? Anyway, we'll do that later. Please cut that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's like Drake, and he's always in his feelings, and he doesn't really know how to process what's going on but he i don't she think he wants never to die had to process anything before yeah i don't think he wants to die but i feel like he doesn't really have anything to live for yeah and i think that is really sad for someone 17 years old to deal with you know his you know his constant um he's, he's always constantly trying to appease his father and trying to like you know live in his dad's shadow trying to like outlive his dad's shadow yeah and now, and now he kind of just doesn't know how to act because he doesn't have that uh metric to compare himself against exactly so like it's it's hard to process and he the only male figure in his life now is his uncle jack who's a <sighs> fucking jackass like he's awful the he's fucking worst awful. 
Oh, I just got a Jack Bass. Oh Jack my God. <laughs> How did I not get that? Jack, oh my God. I love it. What would oh. fart bass be? Fart bass? <laughs> fart ass? I Jack, Jack Bass. That's delay. amazing. Oh, that's so good. I'm like 10 years too late, but I don't even care. It's that's okay. Great. Oh my gosh, so good. So anyway, yeah. So Jack, he is a jackass and he's a terrible, you know, parental figure to have in his life. So he really doesn't have anybody. Um, and so he's like screaming on the rooftop, like I'm Jack Bass and no one cares. And Blair's, Blair's like, like, I care. I'll I, always be here for you. I'm here. And... You know, for a brief moment, Chuck had something to live for. And yeah. Someone to live for. And uh, she gets him off the roof, at least off the edge. And uh, yeah, so she, okay, this is quick segue. This belongs to stray observations, but I need to put this here. When she's getting Chuck off the roof, she gives her hand to him to grab. And it looked like a fucking doll hand because it was so tiny. And I was like, oh, no. oh my God, why is that hand so she's, tiny? She's so dainty. Oh my God. It was like, Hair president's hands. <laughs> She's so dainty. So dainty. Okay. Yeah, but um, so she gets off. So she gets him off the roof, and uh, yeah. she gets him in the car. And when Jack and us, um, Jack and Blair, are back at the car, the limo downstairs, they mention something about you can't talk about New Year's Eve. So something happened on New Year's Eve, but we don't know what, but it's probably disgusting because Jack Bass is disgusting. Exactly. And while all this is going on, Dan is trying to... Trying to figure out what the fuck to talk to about Serena because like she's suspicious. Like she's like, "What's going on? Why won't talk to me?" Yeah, and he's kind of like, oh, "Let's let's let's not kiss. Let's not let's not talk to each other or like look at each other or like hold each other or like be in the same room with each other. Let's just like yeah. let's we should break up." Like yeah, he he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that, but like that's kind of what's going on. He's like, and oh, so fuck. like while he's about to tell Serena this, Rufus calls, and Rufus is like. So Rufus has gone to talk to Lily mm-hmm. before this. And Lily was like, I just like telling him, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I was young. I was scared. And basically all those ads that you see on buses are catering to her. If you're young and scared and pregnant, what do you do? You can give it up for adoption. The cradle. Yeah, that's like, that's exactly when she was saying that. I was like, that sounds exactly like a pro-life ad that you would I'm see on a bus. I'm definitely sorry, sure that like they had like a, a, pro, uh, a pro-life like ad either uh before or after this episode uh, aired yeah ah gossip girl no i know okay yeah cbs man cbs the cw is owned by cbs and i'm sure it is oh i didn't know that well that's the columbia it's like it's columbia and warner brothers together Mm -hmm. so like like that's like this is a whole tangent but like how like the supergirl that show was on cbs last year it's on the cw now because it's owned by the same folks oh i didn't know that yeah like like uh like uh jane the virgin is like filmed on cbs studios a lot okay yeah so like it, and that's why, like, a lot of shows that were on the WB are now, like, in syndication on, like, CBS affiliated stations. Oh, okay. They're all on the same folks. Um, yeah. So, yeah, CBS. Anyway, they are on some bullshit. Anyway, um, yeah, so Rufus and Lily, she admitted that they had a son. Rufus, your message said it was urgent. Has something happened? Dan knows, or he doesn't yet, but I think he will soon. And I imagine he'll tell Serena. And I thought you should know. Rufus, wait. What will they think of me? Who, Serena and Eric? Well, it's not my problem. We're each on our own, remember? 
Look, you already hate me. What if they hate me too? I gave away their, their brother. I wasn't ready. I was young and scared, heartbroken over you. And Cece kept pressuring me. And the truth is, I wasn't ready to have a baby. And it's been a hole in my life ever since. I understand why you gave him up. But it's that you didn't tell me. Rufus, please. I don't hate you, Lil. As much as I want to. Neither will your kids. But you've had 20 years to make peace with this. It's gonna take me some time. What do you want to know? Yeah, and so Rufus is talking to Dan, and I kind of he fi he finally feels compassion for Lily, like being a teen and being scared and vulnerable and not really knowing what to do because you're pregnant as a teen. Right, but he's, he's upset that like he didn't get a chance to like be a part of the conversation yeah. or the decision. Because he's all. he's also he, when he was talking to Lily, he was saying things like. Like, first and foremost, he identifies as a father. Like, he had the option to go be a rock star, but he chose to be a father. And, like, that's a huge, huge, huge part. Like, it's his only identity. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why he feels so, um, so bad that he didn't get to know this kid because he loves being a father. And that's and betrayed. Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of liked that, that he said that because you don't see so many characters just like, like, just loving their kids so much, like, wanting to be a father because that's, their only identity that yeah. they have. Because you see it with moms all the time and for in sure. media, but like this is a nice portrayal. Absolutely. Okay. And you know, so Lily, she, you know, appeases him and so like, what do you want to know? Let's go find our son. Yeah. So he call so Rufus calls Dan and say, like, you know, hey, do not tell Serena. This is not your secret to tell. Let Lily have this conversation with her daughter. You know, you had the, you had, you, you know, you chose not to hear it from me, but you should at least give Serena that option. Yeah. So, so that's. So now Dan is like, now he's in a, you know, in a bind. He can't tell his girlfriend that they share a sibling. But also he can't continue to be with her because it's disgusting. Because it's like really fucked up. He's like, I don't know what to do. So he's dealing with that. So that's pretty much the two main storylines of this episode but there is also a third storyline a very fun storyline it's cute i like this jenny jenny, jenny has a fun storyline finally yeah she's been you know dealing with a lot you know the past you know few her weird weeks few months. Up, like relationship with agnes and then her dad and whatever and and you know and blair and uh, the war oh, yeah. and stuff like that like it's been she's had a rough you know uh 2009 it's been 2008 fun. rather 2008 it's been rough for uh for jenny humphrey yeah so she returns to constance and rufus is delighted yeah he's very excited about it and um eric and uh jenny which i'm excited eric had like some shit to do with this episode which yeah. i was great about you know you don't see him enough but he was in it and they're like you know chatting about the fact that jenny's back and you know how she was excited to come back but she also nervous because of like the minions and penelope and the the met step girls yeah so this this episode has minions being like the only part of the met step girls because blair's trying to be part of the colonization club and she's growing out of it she's growing out of that whole phase of her life you can yeah like you, can, like you can just tell the way that like they deal like the way even like in a certain scene where like they're all kind of sitting together and Blair's almost like on off to herself yeah she's just like i'm busy like i'm busy don't doing talk to real me. shit and like i don't need to deal with this like petty ass little piddly ass shit you guys are talking about like froyo i don't give a shit so yeah so then they're they started hanging out at a place called froyo because 
I guess it's it's cold in on the Met steps in uh, January, so they can't hang out there. Mm-hmm. So so they go they, inside and have frozen yogurt. <laughs> yeah, and they have a they have a table there that they're it's like their table, and so like one day. Uh, Jenny and Eric are there and they see them they see the minions like torturing Nellie like they used to torture Jenny where they're like making her clean the shoes and like uh, like doing all this other gross shit like just ordering her around and Jenny's like why do you let them do this to you? Yeah. They treat her like their servant. And it is none of your business. It's a new year remember? No leave from Jenny Humphrey. Um, Nellie. Okay, no. That's not okay. And here we go. Hi. Penelope, can I talk to you for a second? So, I don't mean to intrude on your authority or whatever, but... Could you maybe be a little nicer to Nellie? Sure, why not? Really? We're not monsters, Jay. Nellie's our friend. Oh, look at that. Nellie, can you help me? As a friend? Oh, not the napkin. It smudges. Use your finger. Okay, no, that's enough. Nellie, let's go. Do you know what you're doing, little Jay? I'm not little Jay anymore. Thank you so much. Just keep walking. Hazel, clean my shoe. So Jenny is like, she has matured in the last few months and she sees how like petty this shit is and she wants to help Nellie. So she's like, okay, you know, fuck this. You don't have to like do what Penelope tells you to do. And Nellie's like, okay. So she just pretty much just follows one person to another person. Yeah. Which she's, she's Nellie Yuki. Like, come on. Yeah. So Nellie, she is now hanging out with Eric and Jenny, and uh, they, um, Penelope and Jenny are now at like odds, trying yeah. to like one up each other as far and, like, as Nelly, like tension goes. I, I guess kind of the thing that with the the Met Step Girls is that you can't quit the Met Step Girls, and the fact that Nellie left them is like no like if you find out that you can leave then like what's gonna happen to the threads of society yeah. they're gonna unravel as, as Penelope said only you can leave the bed steps in a body bag yeah <laughs> and and Hazel's like okay Hazel's like calm down motherfucker calm down turn I down love, the crazy I love Hazel in this she's so feisty like gorilla I know she's really great but it's it's, it's a nice like you know uh, deterrent from like this very intense um, threads are going on in this episode oh because they're so ridiculous. But just this, it's like, just really so dramatic and wonderful. I love it. It's so funny. So, like, it's it's really great to like see like Jenny, you know, trying to you know be the altruistic, you know, um, you know, citizen of Constance. I don't to- want anyone to end up like me. Right. So she's like trying to save Nellie. Yeah. And so, so Penelope tells the headmistress that Jenny's bullying her, mm-hmm. which she's not bullying her. But then like. Jenny's she gets called into the office and she's like I don't know what to do and then well yeah essentially the headmistress like fix up amongst yourselves don't bully each other but like you know handle your squabbles you know as ladies (laughs) you know 
use your words, blah, blah, blah. And so while Jenny is like kind of like, you know, debriefing with Eric and Jenny about what just happened, Nellie, you know, kind of spills the beans about like the shit that she knows about Penelope and Hazel and is. And so Jenny has a thinking, just thinking about, she's like, you know, I got a plan. You know a lot of secrets, Nellie, don't you? Yep. And so Jenny composes a... G, uh, Gossip Girl Blast to send out on the website about all of Penelope's shit and shenanigans that she's been up to like fucking her dad's partner Ugh. and the fact that Hazel hooked up with her cousin twice I love Hazel incest. so much Talk about incest. So, Hazel is so fucking weird didn't she just get a boyfriend? Yeah, she the, just got a boyfriend like last episode Yep. So she's out here in these streets um what you doing girl what you doing girl please okay yeah so um so jenny threatens this and Penelope's like okay fine you win you win you're the queen now and jane's like i don't want to be queen and <laughs> nelly's just like you don't want to be queen and yeah she's like oh miscalculation uh thought you're gonna be queen that's why i wanted to like you know get with you figure like if i got in early i would have like a higher ranking <laughs> I know, and she got so Jenny got played, and she's like, uh, "So I'm gonna go follow." So she's like, "Wait, wait, Penelope, wait!" And so Penelope, and so now Jenny is like stranded. She's like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> she's just like, "What the fuck just happened here?" Right? She's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go get hot chocolate, my boo." So she yeah. goes with Eric and get hot with chocolate. With probably went to Serenity or something like that. Oh my god, cute. Yeah. So yeah. So that's kind of the episode. Um, and we'll be back after this message. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Sorry Parkers are offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out our glasses. Free try-ons? Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, but like, so one time I ordered them and I wore them all outside and like was going out to like different parties and stuff like that. And I was pretending that they're actual and was taking them to like actual, like, like these are my glasses. My new glasses aren't cute. Like they didn't even have prescriptions. Oh yeah. They didn't have That's prescriptions. Fine. And I was just like out here. I'm looking, here for this. And actually, actually like got a guy's number off. Like, I look at your glasses. Like, thank oh you. God. So if you want a guy's number or girl's number or whomever you de- desire or number. just general attention. And you can do that too. I mean, who doesn't want numbers or attention? You can go to warbyparkertrial.com slash postloudness so you know they came from us. Again, that is warbyparkertrial.com slash postloudness to get your free five-day home try-on. And now, back to the show. So, fashion. Fashion. So, um, I really liked Serena's dark brown black leather jacket she was wearing. I know. When she was, being, when she was sleuthing with the man. Oh, my really God. Her, it. she really looks good in a leather jacket. It's like, I always remember that leather jacket she wore when she first came back from wherever she went to boarding school. I don't remember where it was. Oh, Connecticut. Connecticut, yeah. And it was just like, oh, I love that. I want a motorcycle jacket like that. Yeah. It's so cute. I was looking at a very similar one, very similar to that one last night. Well, not last night, but yesterday at Target. Mm-hmm. Super cute. Um, I just didn't buy it because I was like, uh, it's like winter. I don't yeah, even... it's like, it's supposed to be 23 on Thursday. Okay, that's just a story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> I just made myself sad. <laughs> Valid. Um, yeah, I really adored um, Blair's ruffled white shirt. Oh my God, it was so, this is another thing. Like, what exactly is their uniform? Because she's wearing this like ruffly white shirt with her, with her plaid skirt. And mm-hmm. it's, I guess it's fine because it technically has a collar right and it's (laughs) It's a button down so yeah yeah, that was that was really cute i really liked uh the minions had the scene where they were all wearing like this cream some 
a, a variation on a cream colored wool coat. Yes. And it was amazing. So about it. Uh Iz had this one with like uh black lace as the buttons. Mm-hmm. And then uh Hazel's had like a ruffle collar. Yeah, it was kind of like a yeah, it was like cute um ruffle almost like a uh, water on gum like a fountain like water waterfall yeah uh ruffle was really cute and then um penelope had a similar like it was a damask type like Mm -hmm. textured fabric exactly it was that was i like i like it when they do that like i know they're stupid in minions but like i like when they coordinate like we talked about the Mm -hmm. the the snowfall dance or whatever when they're all wearing like similar dresses except for uh penelope's atrocity oh god it was awful the jenny which i still hate it which i also like low-key think that like jenny was just trolling yeah absolutely (laughs) um penelope was like yeah i made you this dress dress (laughs) um any other fashion moments um i liked blair's um little kind of like parisian um outfit oh yeah the little black dress yeah that's so cute with the the very like uh sparkly collar the contrast the contrast between like her little parisian sparkly collar with like beret and everything Mm -hmm. and the like pastel country casuals uh fucking country club ladies Uh, it was awful like blair's this glamorous person and then these she are looks, these like looks, suburban moms yeah, she looks cosmopolitan she yeah. looks like a new yorker and a lot of people do not look like they're new yorkers right and they're all new yorkers but these women look like they're just like like just left their country house in connecticut yeah like what no you're not you don't belong in new york what are you doing you wear scrunchies came, right exactly like they just came back from like tame, you know um tending their horse or something like yeah. that it's very odd they oh my god i just realized the 90s are back scrunchies are also going to be back <gasps> i'm so excited and here finally, for this finally i can burn nope. my scrunchies my mom has oh, never not watched worn scrunchies so same here <laughs> they're great it's amazing they're so good uh so uh music i don't remember any of the music in this slash didn't know any of it there was another song after it was the song that kind of closed out the episode which was white lies mm-hmm. and they had a song called est which is eastern sin instant return that's what est stands for and uh they're pretty okay okay i don't um, know them yeah they're pretty good um old tech low tech uh this is kind of an old tech low tech slash story observation mm-hmm. so when when Blair is talking to Serena at the beginning, when Dan comes up um, and Blair figures out that he and Serena are back together, she says, you know, you didn't have to do it. Tell me like this. A postcard would have been fine. Technically, it's low tech. <laughs> I like that. Um, I guess um, the. I had, I had something. I just lost it. Um, sorry. The O tech, I guess, like just a texting between uh jack and blair oh my god i know it's like every time there's texting there's always like where are you with the letter r oh mm-hmm. i i need you asap like mm-hmm. um with blair and serena snapping phones shut oh, oh there was like an actual closed captioning that was cell phone snap shut oh really because <laughs> i watched the closed captioning um and it was just so funny just like that's not a caption that you would ever hear today um uh, Dan's old ass laptop. He was searching on pictures, looking oh, for yeah. because when you found you're watching that looking, was well, look at the pictures of Serena on her MySpace page. Okay, because like the the album was named Serena's phone, and those pictures did not come from a fucking flip phone. Nope, those were real high quality. So that's right. that's a miscalculation for sure. And also, there was like on her MySpace page, which was also MySpace. MySpace. Um. 
Gosh. How did you do that? <laughs> I love it. So cute. Um, yeah, so our MySpace page and also that old ass laptop that oh uh, Dan was using. And also there was a computer, an old computer that the agency, the, the, the adoption agency was using. Oh my god! Yeah, so those are old, my old tech, low tech moments. We're gonna have screen caps. We're also gonna have screen caps of the fashion, and we're gonna have screen caps of the old tech, low tech moments on our Facebook page. You're welcome. So yeah, that was a suggestion from one of our listeners. Thanks so Thank much for you. yeah. We take suggestions, guys. Like if you think we need to do better or like add something to the show, definitely let us know. We'll get to that later when we're wrapping things up. But um, on that note, let's do straight observations. We have any straight observations? Um, let's see. Uh, at the very beginning, when Rufus is excited about Jenny going to Constance, he like basically begs Dan to walk him to school for oh, some reason. Yeah. And he's like, I want to walk you to school, Dan. Please, please, let me walk you to school. And he's like, uh, okay, fine. And they walk to school together, and it's really weird. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, so uh, the scenes with Chuck and Bangkok. I, 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 love, <laughs> I love when, like... <laughs> White people show Bangkok. Well, that too, but like... It's always inside. There's always an ornate chair, and there's always a dude in a robe. Yeah, I just love. I just also just like that's clearly some kind of like sound stage. <laughs> <laughs> it does not look real. It's like let's make it really foggy in here. Yeah, and let's give him a massive pipe. He's clearly in Taiwan. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was that. Um, my other star observation um just jack in general um he's a character he's a figure that comes in and out of the series and he's one of those characters where i forget he's around oh and my then God. He, when he comes, he comes back, back it's, it's just like worst uh, my stomach hurts i don't have to watch like episodes with him in it he gives me anxiety he reminds me of mike pence oh gosh yeah. um yeah he's not great um i have a stray observation about Blair so when Blair first sees Chuck and he's extremely drugged and she's like really thrown off by it she has been walking with Dorota and she she gets like mad and takes out her anger oh, by yelling yeah. Dorota why are you following me oh yeah <laughs> it's so funny she's so mean she's so mean Dorota she's so mean but also like Dorota's face when she saw Chuck was like devastating oh my god she I was know. so scared she was like oh my god Mr. Chuck Mr. Chuck so sad. Oh my god. Um also this is like a very like superficial thing, but like I'm just gonna say this again. Lily is the prettiest human being. I know. When she wears pants, it's so confusing. In the world. And like she looks like she like you wanna hate her in the scene, but also just like, Oh my god, you're so pretty though. How She's you ever so hate pretty. Her? Um Nate and Vanessa were not in this episode. Nate was not. To be I seen. didn't even notice. Yeah. Are they are they still together? I can't remember. They are still together. Right. Vanessa was they they mentioned Vanessa very offhandedly. She's still spending time with her parents in Vermont. Oh right. So she's doing that because remember she's not on the calendar. Like she's not she's homeschooling herself, so mm-hmm. she's not on the calendar as far as um school attendance goes. So she doesn't have to be back in school at a certain date. Um, um, the Colony Club hates Bart Bass and the Bass family because they're new money. Which is fucked up. That's like, like, is there even a distinction? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there is, but is there? Yeah, there is. People, like, there's like, a, there's, you know, new money. They're very garish about their money and they always talk about money. Old money never talks about money. That's, That's true. Difference. That's, That's a difference. very, very true. Yeah. Because money's always I want to be old money. Same. Okay. I mean, I'm old. I have no money, but like <laughs> that's about as close as I need to old money. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's the difference between old money and new money. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that is the episode. Yeah, I. Well, let's rate it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight. I I would agree with that rating. I I I think it had a lot. I think it was much better than the last episode. Oh my god. Um, I think that like this seemed like a more of a believable reaction to Bart's death as far as the character of Chuck. Yeah, absolutely. Because the last episode was like sort of, but not really. No, like not you really. expect him to go off the deep end. Yeah, and like him, you know, like doing what he does best, like being, you know very dramatic very drunk doing the things that he's doing and also just the character of he's jack so dramatic who like jack is a very awful character but he is a good he's a character that puts things into motion mm-hmm. and he definitely is a catalyst for a lot of other shenanigans to happen not just in this season but in later seasons as well because he's not the first time you'll see jack he's a plot device absolutely he's totally a plot device but he's like you know, with all like his horribleness, he is also kind of fun to watch in some regards because you don't know he's such a loose cannon. You don't know what he's going to do next. Um, I thought that it was a really good development between Blair as a character, as like her growing and seeing like the things like she doesn't her- want it to constantly be high school, which is really absolutely nice to see. and seeing that like you know her defending Serena and Lily and seeing how they're lovely people and that she cares about them. Yeah, and talking about how like, she cares about Chuck. And just seeing her kind of put her friends and and um, her friends and loved ones before her ambition. Yeah, finally. Uh, is really nice growth seeing her do that. So I was really excited about that. Um, I think that the development with, you know, the whole love square of uh, Rufus and Lily and Dan and Serena is gross, but also very interesting. It's and so gross. And it's, it's so weird. It's so interesting though. I can't to see. stop thinking how weird it is. It's super weird, but it's very interesting. And I think it's like it's peak soap. Oh my god, exactly. It's peak soap. So like there's always like someone like I mean, like the only other way it could be any weirder is like it happened to be like Dan's twin. Yeah. Or something weird. Yeah. Or like, you know, or like, you know, the uh you know, the evil Dan or something like that. Like Oh my god, I would watch that show. Absolutely. Evil Dan Humphrey. Yeah. So like that it, it's so it's so peak soap. So like seeing that and seeing how they play it well, I think, as far as like soap tropes go. Um, was really fun to watch, and also I just really like Jenny being, you know, a teen I loved, again. I loved the fact that she's back at Constance. Like the mm-hmm. the fashion well, stuff belongs. for a fifteen year old was really really exhausting to watch. Just being like, this is this is not real. This should not be. This is not believable for any of this to be happening. Exactly. Like a lot of the show is unbelievable, but like but that was really just like yeah, a stretch. just like no. Yeah, so I think it all in all, it's been good. There's some moments where like I I kind of wish I saw Nate. Um, I think that his presence could have been a little more of a stabilizing presence for Chuck. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, where was he with Chuck being in the state? Who knows where he is right now? Um, so, like, they even mentioned him really being yeah, around. Like, so getting like, sorted out with his mom, maybe. Yeah, probably. But it's, um, uh, I thought that he would have been um, a good person to have uh, kind of supporting Blair a bit but he wasn't around oh my god there were oh i was just gonna say there's no poc in this episode but there's uh is. nelly and, yeah. and nelly and is. is yeah um yeah so like i think all in all is a really good episode um i might even give i mean i think give it a solid eight i would give it a nine but i feel like um there were just a couple of things i would have liked i think the nate of it all and um 
not seeing his kind of um, involvement with child Yeah, that, that was a of, little bit unbelievable. Yeah, because he would definitely have been there for his friend. Yeah. Because Nate's that kind of guy. I mean, like, he is boring, but he is also very loyal. Mm-hmm, to, exactly. So, yeah, so that's my ring about you. I would also give it an eight with all the reasons that you said. I, I really enjoyed watching this episode. Like, you know, there are some episodes that I just don't enjoy watching. Um, and this episode, I really, I just thought it was fun. I really, really liked how they... Um, brought together the the Blair and Chuck storyline with the um, the Dan and Serena storyline. Yeah, which is something they don't do. I mean, they, yeah. they try to do it every episode, trying to bring those or trying to bring like the two main story plots together in some kind of like third act finale. Um, you know, the the party, party, whatever. The party. This one was the Victrola party. Right, right. But like, this was actually very seamless. Yeah, it was and great. It was like it was really like timed well how mm-hmm. everyone like they had to meet up with Chuck and like the whole um Blair and Serena thing. Like everything worked out really nicely. Absolutely it didn't seem forced. Yeah, and, and I loved I love the Jenny. Also, line. I almost I almost want to give this a nine just because there's no more Aaron. <laughs> I'm so happy Aaron. I gone. fucking hate Aaron. Fuck you, Aaron. Bye, bitch. Bye. Not fucking worse. Stay in Buenos Aires. Actually, don't do that. Goodbye. Go live in like Manhattan. <laughs> goodbye goodbye bye. Aaron bye Aaron bye bye XOXO bye um, <laughs> but no XOXO um, no just like you, you don't get hugs kisses. Um, opposite of XO and XO punch exactly. punch <laughs> punch kick punch yeah, kick yeah punch PK PK <laughs> <laughs> that's a new thing for characters that we hate exactly PK 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 Aaron. so yeah that is the episode guys uh, I want to thank Cards Against Humanity so much for letting us use your space and facilities thank and equipment thank you I uh, want to give a super big shout out to Warby Parker for being our sponsor this week. Want to give a shout out to our wonderful people at Post Loudness. Post Loudness is a um, collective hosting people of color, women, and credentified host shows. And you can find more about them at postloudness.com. And yeah, we'll be back next week. But also, I want to talk about um, I we're gonna do some other stuff besides Gossip Girl. We're gonna start reviewing movies. Oh my um, god! That our, uh, our characters have been or our actors. actors have been in. And um, the first one, I'm not gonna tell you what movie it is, but we're telling it's gonna be a Ed Westwick film. I'm so excited to watch this. I'm very oh my god, excited. It's been on my Netflix queue for ages. Yes. So like, I'm not sure it's gonna be our next episode, or it might be like the next episode in a couple of weeks. But it's coming very soon. Like before the end of the year, we're definitely gonna like you know take some time a little way out way from gossip girl and trying to like talk about other shit other shit that these actors have been in because they're probably all bad they're probably all bad but like surprisingly they've done other things besides the show so we definitely want to give out shout outs to that so if you have any other suggestions guys if you want um us to review specific uh movies or um you know have any other ideas for the show yeah please message us we're on facebook um gossip girls pod on Twitter at Gossip Girls Pod, on Instagram at Gossip Girls Pod, we have zero posts on Instagram. We zero posts on Instagram. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out one day. We ha- we we lock that shit down. Yeah. And you can also email us at gossipgirlspod at gmail.com. So yeah, we'll be back next week. But until then, you, you know, know you love, love us. XOXO, XOXO. Gossip Girls. Post loudness.